2: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair.
0: Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection. of minimum odds of 1.5 or one to two or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T and Cs apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie.
3: This is a crowd podcast.
1: Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hello and welcome to 21st Century Football, a podcast that is all about celebrating the best of the world's most beautiful game, but only if it happened in the 21st century. On today's show, we are talking about the Premier League's toughest... Midfielders, one of them at
0: least. It's Roy Keane. Can you imagine an office environment? If it's first day at work. You're rubbish. Never make it here. Like, oh, sorry, mate. He's
1: back at home in a dodgy tracksuit, walking a Labrador. Like you've not even thrown in Big
0: Duncan Ferguson.
1: It sound right, boy. Today we've got Adam Brown. Adam, how are you?
0: I'm good. Will, are you?
1: Yeah, um I'd, it's another Man United player is that alright?
0: It's fine it's alright. Um I was distinct lack of City players so far but you know what we'll go with it. We'll we go will, with it. We will get go. There. Yeah, we we'll, we might touch on City a bit later on.
1: Shut your mouth, Statman man Dave. I didn't say anything you did I heard you uh, it must have been the, the, the rafters or something knocking around I'm or like or an like. Owl me mate I'm on a swivel i get you and um, we'll <laughs> kick off today's episode like we'll do every episode I'll delve into the Wikipedia um, and we'll just you know dissect this Wikipedia we know Roy Keane inside and out um, but did you know he was born on the 10th of August 1971 and he's an Irish footballer uh, he says he's an Irish football manager and a former professional player now Instagram star Twitter sensation yeah, I'm a bit extraordinaire. I was just thinking though, Dave, we've also got to factor that into this episode as well, haven't we, Adam, his managerial
0: career? It's definitely an element of, of him, certainly in the last 20 years. And um, the punditry as well. Yeah, you know, it all goes to, you know, making the, the, the man, man uh, uh, who has become, really.
1: Well, I'm going to be very strict today because oh. this is 21st century football. So I know Dave's absolutely frothing at the mouth to talk about 99 Turin, um, but I will be
3: banning that. Um, he is the, mo- the greatest individual performance from a central <laughs> midfielder in European <laughs> Cup history. Stop. And we have to ban it <laughs> because, because of time. time. Stop it. <laughs> we have to ban it because of time. He is
1: the joint most successful Irish footballer of all time, having won 19 major trophies, 17 of which came at Manchester United in his club career. He served as assistant manager to the Republic of Ireland team from 2013 to 2015. 2018, regarded as one of the best midfielders of his generation. In 2004, Keane was named by Pele in the FIFA 100 list of the world's greatest living players. Stop it, dissect it. Where would you stand on that? Uh, On the Pele thing?
0: Yeah. um, I mean, I think Elad Stupf was on that list as well. So, it genuinely was. I remember when that list got released. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to use that as any kind of great marker. you know, to, to big keying up at all. I do think he should be on a, a list of greatest players, by the way, because he was phenomenal. Um, bit different to perhaps a lot of other players that we'll look at on, on this podcast in the sense that he's never going to be a numbers guy. Do you know what I mean? That's no. not his game. But in terms of sheer, you know, inspiration that he gave the teammates and, 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 and influence that he had on people, unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah. player.
1: Because normally when we sit down for these episodes, we get a top 10 goals or a top 10 scales. Yeah, it,
0: yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you're not going to go, oh, he scored 20 goals, that's it. It's more with Keane, it's more what he brought to the team and also. You know, the, saying this as a Man City fan, what he brought to the club of Man United. Yeah. You know, is of, often people referred to him as being, you know, the manager on the pitch almost and an extension of that Ferguson mentality. We'll probably get into this a little bit more later on, but it, the, it was almost the fear that he instilled in people, as well as, you know, that, that kind of made him inspirational, didn't it, really, to, to his teammates. But yeah, what, what a player. What a player. Uh,
1: in 2007, The Times placed him at number 11 in their list of 50 hardest footballers <laughs> in history.
3: Do, 11th
1: Are they idiots Can you name 10 more quickly Absolutely
3: not No he's number one uh, I mean, Who in true. their right mind would, would think he's not Would you say? Would you give him the award Would you say Well done Roy You are the, the, the 11th best Or the 11th hardest Footballer of all time
1: i will probably go Kenny Cunningham number one But that's just
3: me Like you've not even Thrown in big Duncan Ferguson But Roy Keane Could have Duncan Ferguson 1v1 If they had some sort of UFC style tournament just to
0: sort of see once and for all. But it's just based on who tackles the hardest normally or who who's got, you know, a short fuse. Keane's gotta be up there though. There's different types, isn't it? Like you said, there's short fuse, hardest.
1: Like Duncan Ferguson to me, more scary
3: yeah well, tall (laughs) got the range Uh, got the the (laughs) headbutt
1: in him that's enough I think Ferguson's had enough air time there Uh, he's he's 18 year playing career Keane played for both uh, Nottingham Forest Manchester United before ending his career at Celtic Keane played at international level I'm sure we'll get into that (laughs) as he was sent home in 2002 after a dispute with national coach Mick McCarthy over the team's training facilities Dave apart from the big crunching tackles do people forget how influential he was?
3: I think so, yeah. I think we, we, we look at him in, in moments, and obviously we can't mention 99, but how influential he was in that semi-final was big. But we can't mention <laughs> that. No. But we, we kind of forget that the drive and the football at that point was very much four four two. Yeah. Very much 4 two midfielders that would go both ways and would attack and would defend, and that encapsulated Roy Keane. You know, at the moment, football's a little bit different where you have players that have different characteristics that fit different <laughs> different styles. But Roy Keane, more of that energetic player that would that would break into the box, that would play something like next to a Paul Scholes, that would play next to a Nicky Bot. And it would take different roles in those sides, playing next to Paul Scholes, maybe being a little bit more defensively minded, allowing Scholes to get on the ball, get into the box. But as well, you know, we consider United's sort of performances in Europe after 99. You take the 2001-2002 where they lost to Leverkusen in the semi-final. A great performance from Roy Keane, uh, but didn't play in that first leg. Was that one of Ferguson's mistakes? Played in the second leg, they drew 1-1 away at and grabbed a great goal, breaking into the box. Now, what you kind of remember with Roy Keane, they're, they're not the, the most beautiful goals in the bo- it, it, you know, in the world, but it is that kind of drive from midfield, little touch in the penalty area, good finish. And I think the thing that you get with Roy Keane in those moments is technically he's going to be good. You know, the standards that he set for Manchester United were so, so important that players were almost in fear of giving him the ball and not giving him the ball in the right pace, you know, with, with the right tempo on the pass, and I think that elevates the club. That elevates the standards. Obviously, Ferguson's standards were massively high, but on the pitch, if you gave Roy a bad pass, he's going to go for you. As much as he goes for the opposition, puts big challenges in, big tackles in, again 99, Edgar David, some great parts there. Obviously, we can't speak about that. But those type of tempo-setting tackles elevates the side, lifts the crowd, lifts his teammates, and that's the impact of Roy Keane, those types of moves. Do you know what I think he was actually potentially, technically quite underrated. Very, very much
0: underrated. Because like Dave said there, you know, if he's got the that kind of mentality of people are scared to make mistakes, he's got to make sure that what he's doing is perfect. Yeah. You know, if he's like saying to Paul Scholes and, you know, Gigs Beckham, all the players that he played with, listen, don't hit me a bad pass. He can't then hit a bad pass because then he's like, well, you know, practice what you preach, mate. So... Mm. For him to actually hold his own and be just as good technically as those other players in pro- in what is probably the best midfield that probably in Premier League history, let's be honest, of, th- of those four and in European bit. Cup, yeah, actually, but <laughs> can't mention it. You know, but it, those four as as a midfield four, for, for he's you know, people often overlook his passing ability, uh, or you know, they'll talk about Scholes as being the great passer and Beckham had this
3: great you know delivery, Giggs was great dribbling, you know, King, and, and getting King, into a midfield with a team with Veron as yeah. well. You, like, know, you know, we mentioned all the great players that we remember, but Veron was Jumbo, a Jumbo, very, very essence. good but player. But Keane was
0: never the one that was going to drop out. No. Ever. Like, there was, ne- there was, he was definitely first name on the team sheet, really, was throughout the whole, you know, for years at United. And you just look at the success that he kind of brought with him in terms of, like you say, elevating everyone. There's not many players around now who can do
3: that. Really. You'd say Bruno Fernandez has had a similar impact yeah. of of standards at Manchester United, where if what is in the elevation in terms of like doing things wrong, you know, making the wrong movement off the ball, putting the pass in the wrong area. You can see Bruno Fernandez gets wound up about that. Got you. But that's very much in the ilk of Roy Keane. That like we sort of mentioned, the standards have got to be right. Like if you're a centre forward playing in front of Roy Keane and you miss a chance on goal, he's going to hammer you. So it makes you better as a player. You've got to achieve as well as Roy's got to achieve. And I think that is the impact on Manchester United and the, the, almost the change in culture that we're seeing with Bruno Fernandes, it's standards. And it's, it's very difficult to get that. You know, we speak a lot about recruitment and how you sign players that score goals that are fancy and do tricks. But having that kind of mentality is so, so important. And I feel that we lack that in some of these young players that are coming through that maybe want to be more technically gifted midfielders that we haven't got that edge that we previously had, but they—they they also the ones that are more like you know technically
0: gifted, so to speak. They get a lot more of the, the the limelight, and you know if they do something that's a little bit of you know a bit of trickery or a you know yeah. a great pass, a backheel, whatever, a feint, then they're going to get the attention. But you know, I always think that Roy Keane just dictated games, the pace of games, and not necessarily through his passing, but just the way he would drive. You know, he would put the pressure on uh, on the opposition players, which means they they couldn't get the ball away quick enough. For and I've never seen a midfielder dictate you know, if he played well, the chances are United are going to win the game. Mm. I always think with yeah. Keane, you know, and he very rarely had a bad game, very rarely. And he was the first to admit it if he did, you know, he kind of own up to it. But I think in terms of those midfield players that you see dictating games, it's very rare you get a player like that. When you look at those in, you know, 21st century, those teams that were successful and you had like a Keane, Vieira, Gerard, they always came from midfield. And he, for United, you know, inarguably what is United's most successful era, he was the, the the midfield talisman if you will you know in terms of not the goal scoring but dictating the game
3: just just on that goal scoring got to sneak it in in the 99 2000 season yeah yeah so six goals goals? six goals in in 12 champions league games so he had impact from midfield no six goals in the champions league is a good record for a goal scorer for an Mbappe for a a striker so considering that was from central midfield something we've got to mention And those dominant years Roy Keane was at the heart of that yeah sneaked it in (laughs)
1: Let's get into the stats. Keane is the most successful captain in Manchester United's history, with nine honors, n- nine honors, nine honors in eight years as skipper of the side. So, where do we rank him in terms of Premier League greats?
3: In terms of central midfielders,
1: no. In terms of overall, I want—is he the greatest Premier League player of the 21st century?
3: Well, I don't think you can say that because of okay, the, the, the that we we judge people on goals in terms of greatness. You know, but we, I mean. Well I think we, we do yeah, about you know, who, who, Who's the who's the greatest Premier League player of all time, either Vieira or Cristiano Ronaldo? Because they had impact in such big games. Because they scored goals. But I think in terms of central midfielders, Keane is 100% up there, with Paul goals, with Frank Lampard, with Steven Gerrard, well, well, you think with if, Vieira.
0: If you're saying, you know, United are the most successful team of the last 20 years, you know in terms of trophies that they've won, right? In 21st century, United are probably going to be considered to be, you mm. know, the best team of, of that era, yeah. and he was the captain for the majority of that. You know, speaks for itself. Yeah, he's, he's got to be right up there for me. He's right, but again, I, I agree with what Dave says. He doesn't get the plaudits because people are obsessed with goals. You look at like a, a, a Lampard, and people going about a great goal-scoring midfield player, but it's not all about that, is it? No, because he needs passion. Someone. Yeah, he needs someone uh, there to uh, and allow him to go and score the goals. So you know, Keane was very much the almost the unsung hero of of those united teams in a lot of ways hmm. where cuz cuz his consistency was so good and his levels were so good. Yeah. He was never questioned. It was just like oh rocking yeah of course he'll, he'll do, do it. It. He'll, he'll, he'll win the ball back he'll he'll inspire the team so it was never like oh if his keen could have played well this week. He was just a he, yeah, of course he was going to.
1: Before the uh, episode started, Ad we watched the video that you provided of some uh, crunching tackles which you know we we talk about maybe him being underrated, but maybe it's more sort of
3: i think the era suited him. I think the v a r right now Roy Keane is getting a few red cards more than he did get at Manchester united
0: well yeah, i mean we watched <laughs> we watched that video what what do you what do you make of it <laughs> because like you say i mean listen, how many of them tackles would we'll go through now? <laughs> you
1: to play the cards you dealt with though in it so he he was in that era he could do it, and he did it well
0: um do you think a lot of... Some people like... There's that always that question Like again, it's like a romanticising thing where people always say, like, oh, there's not enough Roy Keynes around these days in terms of players. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Do Roy you like, can have he, him. Yeah, no, you just, he, wouldn't, he, he wouldn't function now. In terms I, d- of I think of play he'd play.
3: function within a certain setup. Like, you could see Roy Keane playing for Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid, easy. Yeah, but he, he would he, have to he, scale he it back a bit. He fits into... I think he fits into a certain philosophy and style now, whereas before it was kind of, you know, a little bit more of a... Not, not a less complicated game but it was more like standard within teams played you know one of two or three ways whereas now we're seeing a lot of philosophy you know different philosophies yeah. and styles yeah. like would Roy Keane play for uh, Pep's Barcelona with yeah. Xavi Iniesta and Esteban yeah. and Busquets probably not but would he play for a counterattacking in United in 2008 probably yes but
0: also as well is that the great thing about twi- you know the last twi- 21st century football is that you had these great midfield battles mm. you know wh- you're never going to have another Keane Vieira like you know think about midfield battles in the Premier League now
1: Rodri versus Fabinho doesn't really get the it's same insight. It's not got experience. the
0: same insight, as it. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, you know, like... Dave, Dave's looking oh, a bit like like actually. No, but do you, you know, know what I mean? It's not. You know it's not have the same fireworks, the same passion. It's just. I mean, you know, you could argue that, oh, you know, if it was 20 years ago, maybe they could fly into the tackles a little bit more, but there was something about that era... And particularly keen where you know, you're looking for certain fixtures. I imagine, Dave, as a United yeah. fan, you're thinking, oh, God. But usually Arsenal, Liverpool coming up, you think, all right, Keane versus Gerrard. It's Keane mm. versus Vieira. We're going to get something happening in this game. You know, you're always yeah. going to get... There's going to be a talking point. But, but did
1: he overstep the mark at all, Dave?
3: David, uh, Not in the era. Now, yeah, 100%. And we saw a few tackles in that video where he's basically kicking through the back of a player that would be a red card in this day. Uh, but it, it suited the what the... What, what the football was about, you know, at that point, it was a—you had to win that midfield battle.
1: Yeah, we're just on that, Dave. I believe you've got a quote that sort of sums this—this
3: this t- man up, uh, this man Ooh. up, this yeah. hero for many Manchester United fans. Um, Your words, excuse my French. <laughs> I'd waited long enough. I'm fucking hitting him hard. The ball was there. I think. Uh, take that, you. <laughs> and don't ever stand over me sneering about fake injuries. So that was about um his tackle on Haaland. Uh not not
1: Junior C. Some, some colourful language
3: <laughs> to say the least. Um
1: now <laughs> he ended a man's career, is that fair to say?
0: Yeah. Did, did he come yeah. back after? That? No, not really. No. He, he he stayed at City for a throughout obviously his uh, rehabilitation and they were talking coming back, but other than I think maybe a couple of reserve game run outs, I don't even think I don't think he ever made another appearance. So how do we
1: factor that into this, Dave? You're a, you're a United that, that fan. That is
0: too much, in it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What do you mean? Too? Of course it's too much. Ended a man's career. Yeah, but I mean, does that... What, are you sticking up for him then? I, well, you know what? Lo- lots of players have done that. Pele, the great Pele, when he used to get kicked a lot, he flipped, and he, I think it was a German centre-back that he ended his career with a horrible tackle. These things happen. It boils it, over you know sometimes. It is,
0: but I think it's the premeditated element of it. Do you, do you know what I mean? I remember the Well, pitch.
3: you think to yourself, you know what? if it was Roy
0: Keane flying into a tackle and he's trying to win the ball yeah. and you know I've got no issue with that because that's the type of player he is and I think take that,
1: the ball and, uh, and leave a little bit
0: yeah because he's going to hit you hard and that's the kind of player that he was and you know you expect that when Keane's on the pitch but I think the premeditated element of it I just I mean I'm not saying it it, it diminishes his, his you know kind of credentials as an iconic player of the 21st century but He's something a little bit. A little sour taste. Yeah, a little bit. He's, I, mean, I, get, I get it because he, he was out for a long time himself of an injury, wasn't he? And, yeah. I, and I get the whole thing of you want to get someone back yeah. and, and all that. And, and that's very much his mentality. It? Really. Mantra. Yeah, know, yeah, he's not going to let you get away with it. But he overstepped the mark. And I just think that it's a little bit. We've got yeah. to bring it up,
1: haven't we? We couldn't leave. Yeah. Also, I wanted to bring up as well if we're talking 21st century Roy Keane, managerial career. Got Promoted with Sunderland, yep. Took over them, I think they were bottom of the championship. I remember being at St Andrews on a cold Tuesday night and seeing Carlos Edwards run the show in a promotion winning Sunderland side. Um, and then he went to Ipswich as well, I yeah. believe. The keen
0: seconds th- to Ipswich, maybe possibly. Yeah. He might, might, I
1: mean, we could do 20 minutes on Carlos Edwards. <laughs> was what a tricky winger. Um, and then now he's sort of softening a little bit thanks to Micah Richards as a little bit of a teddy... Not a teddy bear, because he's still got that bite in him, but, you know, we're sort of seeing a different side to Roy Keane, aren't we?
0: I think so, yeah. Um, you know, there the, the was always that, that the hard exterior, which always seemed to be, you know, he wouldn't join in with things. It was no, very yeah. much like business. Always, I'm always, he's you know, always switched on. It's, you know, there's no time for jokes, no laughing. But now he seems to have mellowed a little bit. I think he might have unfinished business with mani- mani- managing. I've heard him say that he might want another another go at some point. I don't know if... His management style is necessarily going to work modern day. Maybe I feel like
1: Mike, might have,
3: you know. Maybe I just think that but look, Mike is the type of guy that could have solved the Cuban Missile Crisis with his laughter <laughs> and his <laughs> fun. You know, when you work with him, yeah. he's incredible. So like, you can understand why Keane is a little bit
1: more chilled. Yeah, it's the sort of duo that we, we we didn't know we wanted, but now we've got it. But
0: I mean, he started his career when he started off. You know, when he was Sunderland manager, he he started off really well. Yeah, he looked like he was. He, he, the mentality he was bringing, it was very much the kind of player that he was it was kind of going into his the, the teams that he was putting out there and and the back you know the, the kind of mentality these teams had seemed to reflect his personality which was it was exciting at the time i thought well oh, maybe he's got something there
3: i don't think it'd work at the moment i no. don't think his style w- and the football that he played as a player and wouldn't quite work now but also in terms of the best managers that we're seeing they're more like arm around the shoulder inspiring young players Jurgen klopp type style um that is a little bit more of a different approach. Do
1: you know what he'd need? He'd need he a Vilsen um, Mike Bassett England manager. He'd need assistant manager that was Bradley Walsh. Need <laughs> yeah, Bradley Walsh he needs character. a Bradley Walsh kind of figure. Yeah. He's not happy in there. You've got to calm down a little bit. I just need someone to do like the... Be the clock. So
3: basically you just needs Mika Richards then. As oh, a duo. Yeah.
1: I think that could work, you know. <laughs> could we see that in the managerial dugout?
3: No. No? I think they're too good for TV. Don't so
1: dismissive, Dave. I think they're too good for TV. They're red and a blue as well. So I just thought of that together. <laughs>
0: You're listening to 21st Century Football. We're going to take a little ad break. We'll be
3: back after this. Over
2: the centuries, the
3: world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare.
2: Shall I compare thee to a summer's day?
3: Austin. There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. And Jermaine Penham.
1: I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a proverb. Hello
3: and welcome to the Football Book Club podcast, the only book club that's less Charles Dickens, more Paul Dickoff. And you can listen to our brand new series right now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts.
2: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day. This week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a €10 Euro free bet when you bet €20 Euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair.
0: Max €10 Euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection a minimum odds of minimum mods of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders.
3: T's and C's apply. 18 plus visit gamblingcare.ie. ACAST recommends podcasts we love.
0: If you are looking for a brand new true
1: crime podcast, listen to The Making of a Detective, brought to you by The Irish Sun. The series is out right now and focuses on many of Ireland's most notorious cases and the man who once solved them. In episode one, Pat Mary's story begins with the historic 2007 conviction of the murderer Joe O'Reilly.
2: Put his thumb up when he's gonna see a Pat, like, you know, as if to say, F you, you can't get me.
1: Follow along as we share the dramatic details of each case. Download The Making of a Detective.
2: ACAST is home to the world's best podcasts, including the critically acclaimed West Cork and the one you're listening to right now.
0: You know, we're talking about his disciplinary kind of yeah. problems, let's say, mm-hmm. and the premeditated nature of the Harlan tackle. Um where do you think he is? But, in hold,
3: hold on a second. Disciplinary problems. Yeah, well, we let go. me let me just adhere to the statistics. Roy Keane was booked 69 times in his Premier League career and sent off just seven times. What disciplinary problems? That's
0: still quite a lot. What seven well, times? Well, okay, seven, seven times. I'll well, say what as well. I've got a list. Here.
3: Seven times. And hold on, I'll, I'll, yeah, hold, I, I, hold the hold the phone Hold the phone. At the door, Dave. Hold the phone. In 326 games. You want me to work that as a percentage for you gentlemen yeah please yeah. yeah i'll i'll dive in i'll dive in guys give no, me, no uh, give, me, give, me give me a calculator give me a calculator i'm going to so
0: i'm going to back with some stats for me yeah, own, go on, um so, so he
3: was uh, sent off in uh, 0.3 of a percent um, amount of games in the premier league so you know mix. okay all right this
0: is problems might be the wrong way of putting it but certainly someone who you know i've seen a couple of red cards in his time um got a list here of the all time uh, red cards Given in the Premier League, got you. okay. So a lot of these players were, by and large, large part you know, of the career were in the 21st century. Where do you think Keane is on that list? Definitely top 20. I'd say 13th, fourth. So maybe maybe just, Richard Dunn's right at the top.
1: Yeah, I feel like Richard Dunn's not dirty, just clumsy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Vieira, Ferguson, Keane. So he, and then Lee Catmull. So you talk about Ferguson. But no, but, right. li- oh, but would you say? I mean, you know, would you say that the likes of those players that are around him on that list have got disciplinary problems. Oh, that had disciplinary problems. I mean, if, I, I say Keane probably, has probably played more games. Misunderstood than a lot of individuals. individuals. Misunderstood.
1: I'd say more anger issues. Do you yeah, know what I mean, I mean, something going on. Or there. would you
0: say it was just a desire to win? I don't know. I mean, you could spin it in. That's in, the it, nice or, way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, that's the PR it. angle. But do you think that that, for you, Dave, as a United fan especially, do you think that takes away from him being spoken about as a top level player? Because could you depend on him to not get a red card? Or two yellow cards in the semi-final of a European competition in a a different era.
1: You know, know?
3: I think he he didn't get sent off as much as he would have done now. Um, But it kind of brings on to my kind of iconic moment in the 20th century. You know, 21st sp- century, 21st century oh, sorry.
0: We've only been here for,
1: f- been T- for I tried it. I was about to say. <laughs> Turin,
3: 99. Two headers from the <laughs> corner. Man United, three. Juventus, We're two. One about of the millennium bumps, bug in a minute? Yeah. We spoke <laughs> about the Champions League before. Leverkusen. That performance was great away from home. Missed the first leg, potentially because he was on that yellow card focus and didn't want to risk him missing the final. Is because of but disciplinary problems? Probably, or, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'd go back to the the, the best uh, sort of moment. It, it's got to be the keen Vieira hybrid tunnel instant. that was absolutely brilliant it pans to Roy Keane screaming at Vera we'll see out there um in an aggressive Irish tone um and of course you know we've kind what of did it sound like um <laughs> do I want to get knocked out by Roy Keane I've been close to Roy Keane <laughs> at yeah. certain moments this have you year actually, yes have you met Roy Keane? Uh, not met Roy Keane but I've been behind some glass uh, in the <laughs> studio and he's been oh, right. on, in the BT studio which is outside so yet yeah, there is no there is sorry the Sky studio there is a you know, he could come and fight me. So obviously, don't Were you be meant to be, there.
1: though? This sounds like you weren't meant to.
3: You'd... No, I was doing my job, Will. Oh, sorry. I'm doing my job, come on. Um, but in terms of the, the reason why this all, this flashpoint, um, was, of course, Vieira giving it the biggie, shouting down the tunnel Neville, Neville, uh, you're not going to kick our players out on the pitch today. Um, which Roy flipped. It was about he, Reyes, wasn't he it? He really flipped. He, he flipped. He thought it was bullying Gary. And that was where it went from. You know, he, he just lost his head. Um, and he, 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 you know, they treated that game as a bit of a boxing match. You remember those clashes between Man United and Arsenal? They would always try and kick them off the ball. That was the the strategy going into the game. Um, the result of that game, of course, Man United 4, Arsenal 2. Cristiano Ronaldo brace. Is that the John O'Shea? That's the John O'Shea chip. That's... Great moments. But well, I mean, Roy Keane, obviously... Protecting his teammates, setting a standard early doors, and getting in the Arsenal players' heads, which again was a top of the table clash. Uh,
0: here's a, a good one in terms of 21st uh, century footballers, if you were playing in a team, w- surely Roy Keaney's probably top of the list, if not certainly top three of players you want to. Alongside, you know
1: what it is as well. It's like the the standard he sets for like new signings as well coming in. I mean, I can't imagine he's the warmest of characters. For he's not going to be demanding the uh, the initiation song. But I think he sort of says There's
3: countless examples of United doing the box drill, which is kind of the uh, Rondo uh, type drill, quick passing around the circle. There's uh, loads of examples of him, you know, destroying new signings. You're not good enough. You'll never make it here. You're absolute rubbish. Which does keep the standards up because it means that you've got to go to training and you've got to perform. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's a big, big thing. You know, we... we, we, we can you imagine that? <laughs> a cold sweat. <laughs> can
0: you imagine an office environment? Yeah. It's first day at work. You're rubbish. You never make it here. Like, oh, sorry, mate. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> oh, is that what you... I've only done coffee.
1: <laughs> <you're> <laughs> rubbish. You'll never make it Add uh, what's your most iconic moment of Roy Keane?
0: Um, well, there's a, there, there's a couple. I mean, I'm not going to necessarily focus on him from a technical uh, standpoint. I was looking to say the Harlan... Challenge at first. It was a cross one between that and also when he was spooked that Kieran Gibbs was captain in that Arsenal side. Do you remember that? When it was, <laughs> it was remote, it, it was punditry, it was brilliant. It was, it, yeah, I, I think he was on ITV at the time, he'd, he'd not been doing it that long. And Arsenal were in a, I think they were a, might have been a Champions League game. Um, and they had a lot of injuries, they were playing a lot of kind of second string. And Kieran Gibbs was captain that day. <laughs> and he said, I saw Gibbs as captain you're in trouble <laughs> and it was just it was just for me it, it's the moments of punditry i think that kind of cynicism sometimes is a great bit of the kind of re- but not dicks aren't yeah they? it's a re- it's quite refreshing really because a lot of the time punditry I get people being really exuberant and you know really you know nice about players and sometimes he just tells it as it is yeah. so i mean for me it probably would be the Harland harlan challenge especially as a city fan um that's one thing that it head. really does stick in my mind, unfortunately. Oh,
1: that's fair enough. Uh, Mine is him walking his Labrador after being kicked oh out my of God. the Irish team, just because that is they went on to do so well in that World <laughs> Cup, f- and he wasn't a part of it. I mean, you think that Irish side, you Givens, you Dunns, you Matt Holland, he motivated Matt, them. They Matthew knew himself. if they were, they
3: were coming back to England, to Ireland after that, and Roy had seen some bad performances in that tournament, they were getting done.
1: But this ties into what we talk about. He got got kicked out because he was complaining about the training facilities, Mm. which obviously is his high standards. But then he misses out on a World Cup, one of Republic of Ireland's greatest moments, definitely in the 21st century. And he's back at home in a dodgy tracksuit walking a Labrador. I think it's a Labrador. It it? it
3: was also a uh, story of someone asking for a photo with him whilst walking his dog. And he absolutely exploded. You wouldn't do that
1: anyway,
3: would you? You you know, you've got to be absolutely crazy to go up to Roy. Can (laughs) we
1: have a selfie, please? Are (laughs) you mad? But it goes uh, in. But I think Clinton Morrison tells the story of when when it all kicked off, and it obviously had been brewing and brewing, and then uh, Roy Keane said to Mick, Mick McCarthy, "You're not even Irish." And obviously Clinton was sat there himself. He put his head down in his dinner and just sort of carried on. But I think those two, you could imagine, and. Proper uh, I punch. Be, I yeah. bet he doesn't regret it though. I bet no. I can imagine just be like, no. I was right. Do you I think he right. does regret it but wouldn't admit he regretted it?
0: Uh, no I do not I d I don't I don't I don't think. I don't think he would. I think he'd just be like, listen, that am he's such a headstrong character mm. that he'd be like, no, that you know, and no, even and if he'd, he'd be like th- I made that decision at the time yeah. and that that's it. I'm happy with it. I don't think he'd change anything, mate. I no? can imagine just be like, well, Nothing can do about it now. That happened, and it, that was what I felt was right. Maybe you let Carlos Edwards
1: go.
3: <laughs> or to a earth. bit of a quote on playing for Ireland. I love playing for my country, but my sanity is more important. Well,
0: that's
1: true. I mean, yeah, especially like international football, you forget the toll as well. Especially if he's Saturday, Wednesday, going to Europe, and then it's international breaks are going. And Ireland I don't, I don't
3: think he would have about that. That was just the, the nature of football, wasn't it? The, yeah. He was fine for that, but I think it's the standards that maybe was one of the big things why he was such a good player. That his standards were high and mentally. Having poor pitches, not having the right facilities. Well, you go from
1: Paul Scholes to then to having Matt Holland. And Matt Holland, great Premier League player, yeah. but he's not Paul Scholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time, gentlemen, to rate Roy Keane. Obviously, it's not your traditional sort of on-the-pitch rating because that speaks for itself and we have done at length. But would we like to go for a drink with him? Would we have him on our five-a-side team? And just how iconic was he? So let's start with the pub. Adam. I'll start with you. Do you know what?
0: Would you like to go for a drink? I I would. I I think that these, you know, seeing more of his punditry and and especially since I feel like he's quite of a shell a little bit more and he's he's up for more of a laugh. I think he's got quite a dry sense of humour from what I can see. You know, there's like, I think that he, and you see all the players talking about him and they all say he's really funny. They all say he's a really, really funny bloke. So, I think that, yeah, I think he'd probably be quite suspicious of me at first. I think he'd be like, what's going on with your Burning and your hair? And, you know, fall in line a little bit with me a little bit more, and, uh, you know, we'll have a couple of beers. But I'd definitely, I'd love to go for a beer with him. I think I'd think actually be a lot more of a laugh than people would think as well. Uh, I'm going to say eight out of ten.
1: Love that.
3: What about you, Dave? Uh, I'll probably go with a ten. I think there's more to the man. And I want to get in, you know, yeah. get inside that little hard out exterior. You know, understand him a bit more. Yeah. Talk to him about the. 21st century football that he's been involved with. Nothing on 99 because that's what I wouldn't want to talk <laughs> about, right? No, no, never mention that. Well, I
1: think if you got to the pub with him I would let you talk about 99.
3: Okay, so definitely attend then. Yeah, because okay. that would be quite weird if you sat down
0: for a day yeah. with Rykeen and Wills behind you going, don't mention 99.
1: Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roy, what on. about... No, shut your mouth, Dave. <laughs> um, oh, I'd go again. for an eight as well. I think like you said, I'd, I've, I've warmed to him a lot more since he's been doing his punditry and... I think I'll just be a bit geeky and want to quiz him on his Sunderland manager career in the championship but that's just me. Um let's go to five side team. Would you like to have him in there? Add
0: yes 100%. Um I'm going to say 10 out of 10 for five a side team. Wow. I think that yeah. I think that Good if God. I I said before for me if I'm going into I'm going into battle <laughs> well, five side team sometimes it is. Um you know if I'm going into a, 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 a anything competitive and you're saying, who do you want with you? Roy Keane, 100%. I don't and think there's a player that I'd want more in, in my team yeah. than him. Because I know that he's going to lift everyone. Probably lift me, my performance as well, in a way.
1: And you know, if it was, you know, say it was a league scenario, and say you'd played against another team, and you had, you didn't like someone, you could go, Keane, now that's the one that's given me a bit. All yeah. right, now. I'll yeah. be having him there. Exactly. Don't that's you exactly worry what? now, Adam. It's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely.
3: You follow me now. <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Good God. Uh, yeah, 10, 10 out
0: of 10. Out 10. Of, and also, I think, let, just to sort of go back, let's not discredit his technical ability. You know, great passer of the ball. Lovely low driver. Yeah,
3: great oh pa- yeah, that, no. that's goals, that in five a side. Love that. What about you, Dan? I think for me, it raises the standards. I think he'd, he'd make me a better player. I think, I'd, I, you know, it would be horrible at the start, but I think I would be a better player and a better man after playing five-a-side better with, man as well. yeah, <laughs> with Roy Keane. So I'm going to give it a 10 as well. He'd come out there with better morals at the end of it. Yeah, I'd just be a better human being. Yeah. What what really? Are a well, tougher well,
0: character. Well, do you want to be the one to not give Roy Keane full marks as a five-a-side player? You right?
3: know what? I was, I was just
1: trying to think of ways <laughs> to mark him down.
3: Well, imagine you play against him in five-a-side.
1: Yeah, but that's not the criteria. He's playing with us.
3: But five side is with your mates. You get,
1: you
0: know, you you flip a coin,
1: and Roy's on the other team. What do you do?
0: Oh, I get ten. Just I,
1: I really like conforming,
0: uh, and I don't want to sort of stray away from with, the crowd. What if you've not got a designated goalie, do you think he'd just jump in net for, for like You know, a no, bit? I like, think, he's yeah, not, you're, No, he's th- not playing. playing out, I mean, he's not so, playing outfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he be
1: like, you know, you know, when it's like everyone's had the turn, it's like. All right, who's not yeah. been in goal? You know it's too. Yeah, not it's too. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> just, you want a little look.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll go back in. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. Everyone's been in enough. Yeah, just
1: a little check in. Involved on a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Don't mind, honestly. It's soft. <laughs> I've been in three times. Fine. Um, right, iconic moments. Um, is he an iconic player of the 21st century? <sighs> PFA Player 2000. Champions League semi-finalist against Bayer Leverkusen not in a World Cup
3: it, in what in is annoying is that we can't speak about 99 we can't it's, it's, nope. it's infuriating in we
1: have done a because that,
3: that's a 10 <laughs> it's a 10 if 99's involved But, but it's, it's not, not is it it's not it's Dave devastated. I hate you
1: and I think to many people if they saw 21st century football Roy Keane immediately they'd say
3: mm, he just mm, played for Celtic in the 21st century but, but he five didn't. years at Man United exactly
1: Dave so what are you giving him out of 10
3: League titles in 2000, 2001, 2003. That is more than Liverpool have managed in their entire history. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Clipboard's gone.
1: £2.50 for them clipboards, Dave. (laughs) A bit of respect. Right, I'm just getting
3: riled up but I'm, I'm thinking about the 5 of Roy you, you, you know in a dressing room pre, pre-game you've got to be like well this, this is this him. is what it, this is what it instilled in someone like Dave
0: if he was uh, playing five you of see, side, this, I'm, this I'm is the I'm losing my and this yeah. is before Roy's even here you know, yeah, if Roy was yeah, here now yeah, the, the, you, the couch you, should be flipped and everything he'd be nervous yeah, he <laughs> gives this now he'd be nervous <laughs> no no I think I'd just have to I'd have to step up to the plate
1: okay but <laughs> no I, nerves in terms of iconic player for the 21st century you listed off some great Premier League titles there's fantastic players that not even won the Premier League
3: there is it, what's frustrating is that United didn't win the European Cup again. Right. With Roy Keane because they should have done. Mm. Okay? Um Come on. I'm going to have to push you. Can you do Adam first?
1: No, I'm doing you. Sorry, Ad. This this is between me and Dave right now. <laughs>
3: I'm going to give it a 9. It It'd be a 10
0: <laughs> if they won the Champions
3: League. You slug.
0: Um, um do you know what I, the only reason I would have gone really high cuz obviously I've, you know, I've given high praise for him uh, throughout for out this uh, podcast in terms of his you know um influence on on the other players around him and man united in general mm-hmm. but because he left got a celtic in was it 2005 ish with you know these this five years there where he did play a season at center half
3: because rio ferdinand had a bit of a problem as well
0: yeah so i feel like like again you know his better years were 99 and the start of the 21st century so i think that he's missed a couple of years there just because of Age and then leaving United, so, so basically me, it's
3: not your fault. It's the the topic's fault. You know, it's the podcast's fault. Kind of in a yeah, way. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, look, I agree. Yeah. I've been trying to talk about ninety nine yeah. for pretty much the whole goddamn episode. I have you? I and I keep noticed. getting this. Look, I'm, I'm going
0: to say I'm going to say out of ten, well, eight, eight. Yeah, it would have been more if it have. Uh, I've got no doubt that if it have played longer at United, he was a couple of years younger. Then it'd have been you know nine, possibly even pushing to ten because of his influence. But eight, oh, I'm yeah. going for. I'm gonna start at ten and then work my way back. Uh, didn't win Champions League
1: nine. Was assistant manager at Aston Villa eight. <laughs> Isn't a
0: manager anymore. No, a pundit. Is that a minus point? No. What kind of dog what kind of dogs he got? Was it Labrador? I think I think you're more an Alsatian man aren't you as well? So that's that's a point off. Oh,
3: seven. True.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One. I think no. Um, I'll go. I'll go for
1: seven. But with the criteria that we've said, 99. Um Let me do the sums.
0: I think it's a good score.
1: So out of ninety, he scored eighty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, saw, I still can't believe but you did the, the dirty on Cristiano
1: Ronaldo. Like, that,
0: Jesus. Let's not deny it, boys. There's an element here that we are scared of getting knocked out as well. So there's, yeah. a, there's an element of that in there, which gives him a couple of extra points.
1: But, you know, we've, incom- we've encapsulated everything of this 21st century. He's playing career, he's managing Whether he's career. decent with
3: a pint.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Five-a-side yeah. rating. That's, you know, pe- maybe people will see the headlines and see Roy Keane is better than Cristiano Ronaldo. But <laughs> there's much more to factor into this, isn't there? Yeah, it's
0: not just a numbers game.
1: No, Exactly. And, and that's exactly what we bring to you on 21st Century Football isn't it Dave? Absolutely um, and I think that is the perfect place to end it and there we have it that is the Roy Keane episode it's complete and we've got to chat about one of the finest footballers of the 21st Century thank you to
0: Adam Brown Cheers Well, wasn't too painful for you was no, it? You know, I enjoyed that even though you know, the, the I can't get that image of Haaland being scythed down by Roy Keane out of my mind but you know what I'll cope
1: and we'll chat to uh, Dave we'll chat about 99 one day
3: well, hopefully <laughs> if we could uh, I've actually rewatched the game multiple times.
1: Yeah, uh, just remember you can't talk about it on this podcast. Thank if you. you'd like to listen to another podcast, please search for the Football Book Club, uh, where instead of reviewing great literature, they review footballers' autobiographies, like Chris Kamara's "Mr. Unbelievable." There's like all lot Portsmouth, isn't there, Jeff? That's what he does. We'll see you next time.
3: It sound right, boy.
1: Crowd Network, a place where you belong.
2: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top-flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a €10 Euro free bet when you bet €20 Euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're Betfair. Max €10
0: Euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie.